When is the optimum time to hit slice? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Well, don't forget to sign up for my free Find a Partner Tennis Service right here on BackhandCity.com. All you got to do is log on to BackhandCity.com, start an account, and then once you get inside the dashboard, you can put in your photo, your playing style, what your level is, where you live, and what kind of tennis partners you're looking for. It's all free. Simply log on to BackhandCity.com to start your account today. Well, today's episode, when is the optimum time to hit slice on your ground strokes? Well, I was taught this right when I got to college, and there was a simple paradigm that my coach gave me, and it was really super effective in helping me decipher and make quick decisions on when to hit slice and then when to be aggressive and hit with topspin. And for me, it ended up working so well, I now use slice as an offensive weapon. So sometimes I'll use it even by a situation where I'm by choice, I guess you could say. And let me just clarify. Here's what I'm talking about when it comes to when is the optimum time to hit slice. And you need to kind of have a two-part paradigm here. And what I'm talking about is when are you comfortable and when are you uncomfortable? And typically, we'll hit topspin, we'll drive the ball with power when we're very comfortable. And I'll get into this in a little bit. When you're uncomfortable, we tend to hit with slice or what's known as chipping the ball. These are typically a much shorter swing. Uh, they're easier to make a quick reflex on. Whereas when you're comfortable, if you're taking a bigger swing with topspin, you need more time and space. So let's break this down a little bit. So point number one is comfortable. Point number two is uncomfortable, deciphering between the two. And naturally, everybody's comfort level is a little bit different. So you can modify it to your own game. Somebody else's comfort may be different than your own. And that's what kind of set this apart. And I really liked it when my college coach gave me this paradigm. So let's talk a little bit. Let's drill down about uncomfortable and when you might be uncomfortable. And think about this as we're going through it and the different situations when you feel uncomfortable. Point number one, or we'll call it point number three here, when your time is taken away. Let's say somebody's bombing a serve at you and you can't get a full swing on it. You might want to just block it with a little chip or slice return. Sometimes people hit with a lot of topspin and the ball gets up over your shoulder. This can be especially relevant on your backhand. So using a slice or chip ball on a high bouncing ball above your shoulder on the forehand or backhand is very effective. Uh, point number five, when the ball is low, this is probably the most common use for recreational tennis players. Balls that skim low, it's easy just to redirect the ball back with a low slice. That's probably one of the more popular shots in tennis. Here's another one. When the ball's away from you, it's a little out of reach out of your out of your hitting zone, and you either need to hit a slice backhand wide or a little squash shot 
on the forehand side when the ball gets away from you, a slice is a really effective shot. Point number seven, when the ball gets inside on your body, you can use this on body shots. It's easy to get your backhand in front of your belly button or navel when you're trying to keep the ball off of you. That's a great shot to hit with slice. Now, on the forehand, that inside shot can be trickier. you got to really move your feet and position the racket accordingly. It's a little trickier to hit slice with your forehand on inside balls. So you can see here, that's a lot of uncomfortableness and really a good time to work on slice shots. So what I'll do with my students, if they come to me with a pain point, will really narrow down what kind of shot keeps coming up and where they miss it. A lot of people, it's that high backhand. So we'll do situational drills where we just work on that specific technique because the slice has a lot of nuance. If it's above your shoulder, it's a different technique. If it's down towards below your knees, that's a different technique. Obviously, if it's on your forehand, you have to change your uh, technique as well. And obviously, depending on whether you have a two-handed or one-handed backhand, it's a little bit of a grip change. So some of this has to really be learned from the beginning. And those of you who've already got it installed in your game, you just have to work on the specific situations that are coming up so you can just rehearse it over and over again until it just becomes routine. Now I have here point number eight. When do the pros use slice shots or chip shots, also known as underspin. They use them in all the situations we just reviewed. Now for them, the game is so hyper fast, it's really difficult for you to relate to that because they are really trying to keep the pressure on the opponent. And as soon as they get their opponent slicing, they have a lot of leverage and advantage. Now there are some players that use the slice like Federer as an aggressive shot to pull people to the net. You can notice that as well. But when you're watching a pro tennis match, whether you're watching it on television or you're going to go to the Miami Open or Indian Wells, it's upcoming, just notice how they use chip balls. Nadal's really interesting. He'll use it on the return and he'll just float it deep so it allows him to get to the center of the court so he can continue to get into rally. Now that really suits his game because he wants lots of time and he's really great at covering the court. Now for you, how does this relate to you? You kind of have to go through the situations. You can watch what the pros do and try to relate it to your own game, but understand they're dealing with a big difference in timing, right? They're hitting the ball so hard. For you, you can just kind of relate to their court positioning when they hit it. And then just keep pay attention to the slices. When are you uncomfortable versus when you're comfortable? When you're comfortable, you should be able to move your feet, get in position, and drive the ball with topspin or flat how you feel like you can dictate point flow. When you're uncomfortable, it might be time to start utilizing a slice chip ball with underspin. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to go into iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you get notified each day with a fresh episode. And of course, if you follow the ATP and WTA Tour, just log on to Backhand City for daily live tennis scores. Well, thanks for listening to Find Your Aha Moment. This is Brian Lutz at BackhandCity.com. I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when push comes to shove.
knew 